Are you ready to feel the power of the rock? What's up, everyone? Welcome to Rocktober, a celebration of one of the biggest movie stars of our time, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm Chad, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. What's up? Matt, this is the start of a brand new podcast Mm. where each episode, we're just going to dive deep into the films of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and we're going to cover it all. We're going to give you the most thrilling behind-the-scenes trivia, the impact of each movie on The Rock's career, and our personal rating on the most electrifying movie meter ever in existence. That's right, Chad. We're going to cover it all from his first starring role to films that define his career to everything in between. October is now a celebration of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his movie career. So shut your mouth and listen up because a smackdown is about to happen on Rocktober. So, Matt. What do you think about our intro music? I think that music is awesome. I think it is a certified hit. Uh, I jam to it every time I hear it. And fun fact, uh, if you hear the voices saying, Rocktober, that's uh, that's Chad and I. Well, mixed with our friend Phil. Uh, We thank you, Phil, for creating that uh, awesome, I guess, intro theme for us. Um, But he also mixed our voice in there. So you get a little bit of us in the intro music as well as it's stuck in your head all day as you're driving your car or doing your workout or whatever you're doing. So Matt, I don't know where to begin. I know this has been a long time coming. I approached you about doing this podcast about the rock and his movie career a while ago. It's becoming a reality. I'm excited. I mean, for one, I mean, Chad and I were big movie buffs or big movie guys. And me and Chad, you know, we always want to do something together, either make a movie together or just do something. And I think, We've always talked about doing a podcast. Uh, we're both filmmakers. We have a film background. And and um, when Chad came to me, he's like, hey, I have this idea. In the month of October, we're going to just watch rock movies. And we're going to call it Rocktober. And I'm like, great. And then two years passed. Uh, <laughs> and we didn't do it. But now we're here. It is October 2023. And we are making rock, the Rocktober podcast. And I couldn't be more excited. Yeah. Hopefully it sticks. I, I would hope that this continues every October. And it just becomes the month. For the rock. Yeah. Um, Who knows? But I do have to give credit where credit is due. Mm. I actually had this idea because of my sisters. Shout out to your sister. Yes. My my older sister, Megan, and my younger sister, Jenna. Mm. I mean, we get together as a family a lot at my parents' house. And we just talk about movies, pop culture, all that type of stuff. And they were just talking about The Rock and how cool it would be to have like a podcast dedicated to The Rock. Mm. And it should be in October. It should be a celebration of him in October. So I love the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we wanted to start it as a family, but you know, families are busy and mm-hmm. that's why I approached you. Yeah. So it's exciting. I'm definitely excited to talk about the movie season. And I mean, how could you, how could, I'm a big pun guy. How can we not put a pun when we have it right there in front of us? Rocktober, it's right there. We have to say it. And also chat, it's okay. You can call me family. We're family. Your family is doing yeah. it because we're doing it. Yeah, and exactly. all of you listeners are now our family. So we are doing it as one big family. And honestly, 
I don't know that much about The Rock. I mean, I like The Rock. I've seen some of his movies, but I'm kind of new to this too. So I'm excited to kind of dive in and, and, and watch his career start to finish um, and kind of just do it along with you guys and you, Chad, of course. Um, and that's exciting for me too. Um, but with that, I want to give a little background of, of who we are. We're not just two, two random guys that just like, like The Rock and want to make a podcast. Um, like I said before, Chad and I are both in the film industry. Uh, we're both filmmakers. That's how Chad and I met. So we have some expertise in filmmaking and shots and editing in, in directing and all those things. So we thought what's better to combine Dwayne, the rock Johnson and his acting and the movies that he's in and kind of give an overall critique of the movie, but also more importantly, Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I grew up watching movies and being, you know, enthralled by them and wondering how they created these types of films and what goes on behind the scenes and that's kind of what was my introduction into starting my career in filmmaking and as a young lad in middle school with my neighborhood friends getting out, oh. pulling out a camera and filming our own films. It's fun to just get inspiration from a lot of movies and what goes on behind the scenes. So, yeah, this is definitely up my alley. I love talking about, um, like I said, behind the scenes stuff. I love watching any kind of extra features about a film whether it was on Blu-ray or DVD back in the day, or now it's on iTunes yeah. in the extras. But yeah, anything that involves the filmmaking aspect, behind the scenes stuff, trivia behind it all as well. So I'm excited. Yeah. And you know, Chad, I want to mention does have some great childhood movies. I've watched when Chad and I first met, <laughs> when Chad and I first met, we spent a lot of time together. We were working overtime. And uh, we just sat and watched some of his homemade middle school films. And speaking of October, there is one horror film that I love that uh, Chad has made. Um, and maybe we'll do an episode of a podcast out of one day. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if I want to revisit <laughs> that. Um, but I also, you know, like I said, I have passion for, for, for filmmaking as well. And all the things Chad said as well, like trivia, uh, I love talking about a cinematography or talking about editing or talking about directing choices or talking about acting choices. So Chad and I talk about this anyway. So why not put a mic in front of our faces and talk about it with all of you? Yeah. I would hope like all of our listeners would come along with us during this journey mm. and watch each of these films, kind of what we're doing. Yeah. We we're going to watch each film before we record this episode. So it's fresh on the mind. And I would encourage you to watch it as well. Even if you've seen the movie or you, or you haven't seen the movie, I would encourage you. I think it just would benefit you to understand what we're talking about. Yeah. Cause we're not going to get into, you know, all the details of the movie. We're, we're focusing on the rock um, and his uh, big parts in the film, but where we have to start, when we're talking about Dwayne, the rock Johnson. We look at his list of movies, you know, we have Scorpion King, we have, you know, fast and furious, of course, you know, but where we really have to start is the mummy returns because he may not be a big role in it, he is a minor role, and this is where his first big screen appearance is made. So I think to start this podcast, we wanted to introduce ourselves, talk a little bit about that part of the uh, the Rock's career and starting, and then uh, we're going to go from there, starting with Scorpion King next. So I don't know if any of you have seen <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Mommy Returns, <laughs> but it apparently, um, from research I now know, is very popular for not the right reason. <laughs> The the CGI scene is what we're talking about. Yeah, the end the end scene. Yes, he's in the beginning, but in the end, when he has these scorpion legs, 
people tend to rip on it because they're like, why is he so shiny? Why does it look like we're watching a cutscene from a video game? Why is he grunting like that? Um, a lot of things uh, can be said about Dwayne The Rock Johnson's uh, character in this film. And uh, I kind of wanted to open it up to you a little bit, Chad, uh, and ask you, okay, give us an introduction of The Mummy Returns. And then also tell me what you think about Dwayne The Rock Johnson in The Mummy Returns as Scorpion King. Yeah, The Mummy Returns is the sequel to The Mummy, um, mm-hmm. which is led by Brendan Fraser. Of course. So it's a sequel of that, and it, it was made in 2001. It's an American adventure horror film, and it was written and directed by Stephen Summers. Yeah, so I'll give you a little summary of the film, uh, especially the opening, because that's the opening of the film is when you see The Rock. In 3067 BC, a fearsome warrior known as the Scorpion King leads an army to conquer the world. However, they are eventually defeated and exiled to the desert. Dying, the Scorpion King vows to give Anubis his soul in return for the power to defeat his enemies. Anubis accepts magically conjuring an oasis and golden pyramid and giving the Scorpion King an army of jackal-like warriors to conquer Egypt. However, once his task is finished, Anubis claims the Scorpion King's soul, and the army is returned to the underworld. So that's how the movie opens. Um, Kind of explaining that, even though I have some questions about it. I have a lot of questions. Like, I mean, okay, I have questions, but I know we know that Scorpion King is, is next. Maybe the movie will help shed some light on these questions that we have because we start to see him. He is a regular dude. And then we see him at the end of the movie. And let's just say, like we said before, he's not a regular dude. He's got some legs. He's a little shiny. Um, Scorpion legs. Scorpion legs. So maybe, just maybe, our next episode will be able to cover that for us. Because I've never seen Scorpion King. So I'm going in with a fresh mind. And I have. I've seen the Scorpion King as Don't a kid. Don't tell me um, So I, I know the Scorpion King really well. The Mummy Returns, I actually haven't watched that much. But I know of the, the CGI character of him at the end. I mean, it's just infamous at this point. So let's just start from kind of where Dwayne The Rock Johnson began. So we can kind of look a, a little bit back and see how he even got this role uh, in The Mummy Returns as the Scorpion King. Um, so Dwayne The Rock Johnson... He was born in Hawaii, um, and uh, he kind of grew up. He went. He was in prison, uh, not prison. He was arrested nine times for the age of seventeen. Kind of came from a rough background in Hawaii. Uh, his family was evicted from their small apartment, which made him turn to crime. So for fast cash, um, basically targeting high end tourist spots. And then you know from there, he was skinny, scrawny little guy, eight four one two fifteen. Eight four six four, and he could have been a monster <laughs> if he was eight four. Um, eight four. <laughs> but his classmates, for some reason, thought that he worked for the FBI. But eventually, he did get a degree in criminology, so it's kind of always always been in him, right? He's a third generation wrestler, so his his father and grandfather were also wrestlers. So it was kind of in his blood. It's almost like he was born to do that. Um, he went to college at the University of Miami, where he played football. From there. He wanted to go to the NFL. That didn't work. He went to the Canadian Football League. That didn't work in Calgary. And he only was there for two months and he was cut in the 1995 season. So from there, what does The Rock do? 
it's in his blood. He's going to become a wrestler, right? In 1996, uh, he went to some tryouts and he kind of, the rest is history. We know him from WWE, from the WWF. We know him for saying his iconic lines like SmackDown and you smell what the rocks cook in and shut your mouth and it doesn't matter. All of those things that we know the rock to be, that comes from that, right? Um, I personally didn't really know much about the rock. I knew of him. Obviously, he's a big icon in WWE and wrestling. I saw him on TV when I was a kid growing up, but I wasn't like watching wrestling. But in the back of my head, I still knew him. So I guess when Scorpion King came out and all this stuff, I mean, me, like every other American, like, oh, I kind of like this guy. It kind of makes sense. He just grew and grew and grew and grew, getting him um, the chance to be able to be um, in Scorpion King. Yeah, I, I know he's pretty much widely regarded as one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. Yeah. I wasn't that big into wrestling. I know I had a lot of friends growing up that were really into it. They would watch it every night. Mm. They had the action figures. I know that's a big part of it was mm. the action figures at the store and stuff, but I never had any of that. But I knew of The Rock. I think yeah. that's what speaks to him being one of the greatest is he just was so iconic. I don't know if I would have known much about him if he didn't get into movies because I wasn't a wrestling fan. And that's right. kind of why we're talking about the movie aspect of, course, of yeah. his career. We'll be talking um, about wrestling this whole time. And we're not. Sorry, everyone. This is a movie podcast. We'll touch briefly on wrestling here, but then we'll go strictly to movie star during the Rock Dawson. It's pretty clear that he was influential in that uh, in the wrestling scene. But. I mean, I have some fun, other than just wrestling, The Rock seems like a genuinely very fun guy, which is why also we wanted to talk about him, because who doesn't want to talk about someone who's very likable and also makes great movies? I mean, here's some facts. Uh, Chad, I don't know if you know this, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson holds the world record for most selfies taken. What do you think about that? Does he really? I did not know that. Well, I mean, you learn something new every day. (laughs) That's true. Uh... How does he do that? Selfies taken with period and within. Oh, so it's within a period of three minutes. Okay. Uh, so it's just not constantly him taking selfies correct. all the it's, time. I mean, is, I know he, he does a lot of social videos and stuff, but. It's 105 selfies in the span of three minutes. That's wow. I mean, he's, bu- he's built, the dude's built. So he's working out. I guess he's got to use. He all just wants to show it off. Right? Selfies. Exactly. I mean, he also, the rock also created the word smackdown. I know I said Fitting. it before, but smacking an opponent into the dirt wouldn't cover the severity of the Rock's punishments, both verbal and physical. Neither would taking them down seem to be sufficient enough a phrase to convey the awesomeness of his particular brand of butt kicking. He just created the ultimate smackdown, uh, which about covers everything that he does. Uh, I mean, when you see Rock, he's the Rock. He's a Hulk of a man. So uh, it makes sense that he's going to be smacking people down in the, in the rink. He also had a star cameo in Star Trek Voyager. He just played a champion um, or a gladiator contender. Uh, oh, so he was a wrestler in the Star Trek. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> That's, was, I, I'm, I'm going to have to look that up. He does the iconic eyebrow raise, which I'm trying to do right now, which I don't know if I can do. I can't do it. That's uh, why he does it. I'm trying. Um, but he does do it in that. And he uses one of his finishing moves in it. The people's elbow. So, all that to say, The Rock is just obviously a big proponent in entertainment. And I think, I think studio producers saw that. And they were like, we need this guy. We need to put him in a movie. And I guess 
when you think of scorpion kings or big giant cgi scorpion guys you think of dwayne the rock johnson i mean yeah i i I would cast him well matt that's exactly what happened actually so i found this article Uh um from the director steven summers yeah about uh just how it came about and he has some pretty good quotes in here. So he says, I didn't know anything about WWE or whatever because it was just starting to explode. He says, I saw what The Rock had. He had such charisma. He had oodles of charisma. Oodles. And it's true. You can't fake that usually. So uh, he said he's never been in a movie or done anything like that, but he flew him in to Morocco where they were filming on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And he said on Thursday, he had hair, makeup, and wardrobe. And he shot him on Friday. Dang. He said he only shot for one day on location. He just had one day with him. Um, but he said he arrived on set and he had really bad food poisoning. Oh. And a heat stroke because it was like around 110, 112 degrees. Dwayne. So he said everybody was in shorts and tank tops and would be covered in blankets, just shivering. And he is just a trooper. He says, I will always love him because I'm like, Dwayne, we've only got one day. I can't put it off. We can't wait for you to get well. He goes, just get the camera rolling. Nice. And that's what he did. Um, all the extras started going, and, and he said action, and Dwayne threw off the blanket and charged forward, and he just went all day. What a guy. And he said that guy gutted it out because he was just a mess because of the food poisoning. So right from the beginning, you see how dedicated The Rock yeah. is, not only to wrestling, but the start of his acting career. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to see how it all unfolds in this podcast and see how that grows you know from the scorpion king all the way down to what he's currently in i i'm just really excited to see that growth um and uh i think it just goes to show you he clearly tried his hand in everything he tried a football didn't work he tried his hand at wrestling that did work but then he saw another opportunity where hey may i can even be uh more well known or or may i can try my talents elsewhere and look at that trying first to get right in there run out there even with food poisoning. I mean, what a what a guy, what dedication. That's why we want to be able to do a whole month on him because he deserves it. He's he works his butt off and I, we just want to give him the credit he deserves, you know. Yeah, so we're going to try to do as many movies as we can um this month. Um if we don't get to all of them, that's okay. We'll celebrate next year as well. But we are going to start with The Scorpion King mm. um on our next episode. I know we're going to be in studio together, Matt. We are. The first one. We are. So it's going to be fun to start this off with his first starring role, the Scorpion King. It will be fun, but I, but even before, I, we wanted to kind of make this one a little shorter, kind of wrap it up, just give you a little intro of who The Rock is, and then kind of give you some ease before we get into the movie watching. Um, I want to know your thoughts about, um, about The Rock's performance in uh, The Mummy Returns, or your thoughts about the CGI. Obviously, at the beginning is when you first see him on screen. His just his presence on screen, uh, you just you saw that, and it was epic. See him, he, him coming out of the sand. Uh, he doesn't have that many lines. What, what he does say is just grunts. Yeah, it's just like grunts and I think some kind of different dialect. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but. Uh, you could tell he had the acting chops just with his physical acting mm-hmm. um, and what he did. And wrestling helps. I I can only kind of base my thoughts on that first scene, not really the CGI character, because they really just 
had a motion capture of his head and put it on a CGI character. Which is pretty tough. Um, it's pretty rough. So, I mean, for just the beginning, for him to be on screen, I think it's telling that producers and the people involved with the film saw something and the studio saw something, and that's why they wanted to do The Scorpion King, a spinoff of his character in The Mummy Returns. So I think uh, it's a great start for him. Um, I also want to get into the CGI part of it because, like we said, it's kind of iconic for being a really, really bad CGI mm-hmm. um, shot. But if you actually watch the scene, the the main one that people talk about is right when he comes out of the doors. Yes. And he's just looking all weird. Mm-hmm. And he actually does the eyebrow raise. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the one people talk about yep. how that is such bad CGI. Even at the time, people were sa- were saying they were making fun of it while watching the movie in theaters, Tough. which I thought was funny. So it's not even like several years from this movie that people are still talking about it. It was in the theaters the day of when it came out. But I do think a lot of people focus on just that specific scene. Whereas mm. if you look at other shots, the CGI isn't as bad. It's just that initial one where it's that uncanny feeling. Yeah. You're like, what um, is happening? And it's funny. Cause there's like a whole, um, if you follow corridor crew, corridor yes, digital we watch on that. YouTube. Yeah. They do a whole breakdown of that visual effects scene. And it's kind of a running gag like in their YouTube series of where they review VFX reviews, these films and they redid the film. Um, they redid the CGI like using um, deep fake and mm-hmm. AI learning of his face and put him all his um, scenes of him from other movies and put him in that scene to make it look better. And they actually had the VFX artist who was in charge of those shots come on uh, their YouTube series and he explained how basically they just didn't have enough time to finish that right. one shot. And that's why it just was bad. And it's known as being probably the yeah. worst CGI shot in It just in film. pulls you out of it too, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's very true how it, you have to realize these days with um, bad visual effects, it's not really down to the artists that are working on it. It's really down to the time that these visual effects artists have, yeah, the studio pushes them to get this out in time. So it really came down to, you know, time crunch and they didn't have enough time to do this because they had all the references from his face to um, put this on the CGI character. They would have had more time to polish it, but they just didn't have the time. So yeah, a lot to be said about the CGI character in this. Uh, I feel like sometimes the rock isn't talked about as much because of it. It, because it's more so known as a bad CGI shot. Right. And, and I think that's why we're talking about it right now. Cause it's so polarizing, right? I think it, it would be a disservice for us to start with the Scorpion King and not even mention this. So I think we just wanted to mention it, throw it out there. We know it's bad. Uh, we laugh, we chuckle at it too, but I think it is a good start. Like you said, Chad, a good start to the rock screw, even seeing the first opening scene, um, seeing his physical acting, like we know he's good at that from uh, from WWE, from wrestling, and that's going to carry over hopefully into the other movies. Um, and we're going to see that, and I'm very, very, very excited to see how that transfers. I just, I just want to say again, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to kind of break this down with you, Chad, with you all, listeners. I hope you listen. I hope you watch along. I hope you share. Um, and 
we really would love to get the rock on this podcast i don't know if that's gonna happen but like i it's kind of a dream of chad and i to to get to sit down and maybe talk with them not only for us but for you guys ask them questions i don't know if we have any questions as we watch movies as we see movies uh as we rate movies if there's anything out there i mean we're just gonna try our best every episode to kind of just give a plea Dwayne and the rock johnson we'd love to have you on maybe october 31st the end of the month whenever you want to do it Let's do it together um, and get you on the podcast. Yeah, I, I think that would be fun to have him on uh, just to hear his thoughts on all his past films um, and every film that we go through while we can. I know there's going to be some fun ones. I know there's going to be some rough ones <laughs> yes. just knowing or I just seen. looking at his filmography. But I'm excited, Matt. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it, he hears this and wants to come. I know other podcasts have guest um high profile guest like the rock on yeah. their podcast so maybe we can get him on ours we'll and this see. is about this is a month about him how can he not be on it guys i i i recommend you share it tag him in it don't go crazy but tag him in it maybe so we can see it so we can get him on here and then maybe we can have you guys submit questions to us on our instagram or on our our, our uh tiktok i don't i forgot the name of the thing <laughs> the old oh, TikTok. or just leave some comments in um in our uh you're out on apple music where you listen to your podcast or spotify wherever you listen to that um would be awesome because we just want to get that out there and get it to the rock so that we kind of celebrate this month with him and end it with him i think that'd be fun yeah it would be fun so i mean i guess i guess that's it for this episode we just wanted to just let you know who we are let you know what we're doing and i'm just so excited to have you guys come along yeah i'm excited too like i said at the beginning if you follow along with us along this journey of watching every th- single film I think uh, you'll understand each episode a little bit better kind of along the journey with us as we talk about these films. And I don't know, maybe you want to come in blind. Maybe you don't know anything about any of these movies. <laughs> Matt is, he, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, know about a lot of these films. So I don't I, I'm, I'm actually interested to see your thoughts on several of these films. I'm interested to see my I'm interested to see my own thoughts, okay, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm interested to see our rating, you know, with each episode. That's um, going to be interesting. And I want I want to hear you guys uh if you disagree with us, I want to hear it, you know. Um I don't know, you might agree with everything I say or not anything I say. But also at the same time, I think, you know, Chad and I come at it from a filmmaker's perspective sometime and sometimes we come at it from the rock perspective of him and acting and all that kind of stuff. So Maybe you guys come on it with a different perspective. And I would also love to hear that perspective. So engage as much as you want. Follow us on our Instagram, Rocktober Pod. And let's make a community out of this. Let's let's show Dwayne our love for him and have this month not be about jack-o'-lanterns and Halloween, but about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, I think that's all. Uh, thank you all for listening and coming along with us during this journey. I look forward to um, having you all listen to our next episode on the Scorpion King. Mm, exciting. It's going to be fun. Well, I guess all that there is left to say is my genetic makeup is one of physicality. I'm a visceral guy. See you later, guys. See you next time. Hey, guys. Chad and Matt here again. I just wanted to thank you all for listening to the Rocktober podcast and following along with us. I just want to remind you that you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at Rocktoberpod. 
go on there, give us a follow, share our content, engage with us, send us a DM, send us a tweet. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your opinions. If you don't agree with our, our, our movie meter, or if you do, or anything in between, we'd love to hear you. So we just want to thank you for your support. And also with that, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you give us five stars. It always helps our algorithm get us up there. So maybe we can get the rock on our podcast one day. So once again, we thank you so much and we hope you have a rocking day. See you later, guys.